Welcome to The Buzz. I'm Christopher Conover. This week we're talking about the Villages at Vigneto, a large housing development planned for Cochise County. We talk with backers of the project who see it as an economic boon and opponents who worry it will deplete local groundwater and harm the environment. Phoenix-based development company Eldorado Holdings plans to build a 28,000-home community just south of Benson. In August, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers reissued a Clean Water Act permit for the project, giving developers the green light to begin building. Environmental groups have filed legal challenges to the project, saying the federal agencies didn't do sufficient analysis of the environmental impacts, including to the nearby San Pedro River. Cochise County Administrator Ed Gilligan says the county supports the Vigneto development for many reasons. Most importantly, that development really represents a necessary economic opportunity for the county. The population of Cochise County over the last decade has been flat in good years, declining in uh, strained years, and and that's due to a lot of factors. Uh, Reductions in force at Fort Huachuca, a loss of many government jobs in the years following the Great Recession. And rural Arizona, Cochise County, has been very slow to recover because there's not large industry, manufacturing. Uh, we are primarily agricultural. And a lot of the water issues that we have today are a consequence of years of heavy agricultural production in the county. And with agricultural land, the tax impact is very low. And so when we look at large parcels of private land, the value in that land is either agricultural, which has a huge draw on our water supplies and very, very significant impacts on the environment, or development. And the real concern is if we if we get a reputation for being a place where investors buy large parcels of land that is at the time of purchase identified and permitted for development and then can't develop that land and are tied up in court for decades, we will become a place of exclusive wildcat divisions. And we look at a parcel like Veneto, 12,000 acres of land. If that is wildcat subdivided down to four acre parcels, and every one of those gets a mobile home, a well, and a septic tank, it is the worst consequence for that area. And when we look at a project like Vigneto, of a master plan community, 28,000 homes, median value of those homes approaching $300,000. That is a significant change in revenue for schools, for local government economies, for businesses, medical services. It, it just shifts the entire envi in environment for an entire county. And this particular development is located, frankly, in the best possible place in this county for that kind of growth. It's interesting you talk about the potential reputation Cochise County could get if developments like Vigneto get tied up in court forever after they've been bought. 
because a year ago we were down here having similar discussions about tribute, tribute being in Sierra Vista, Vigneto being planned for Benson. And the tragedy is when, when, when a developer, again, following the rules, filing the documents, working with the communities, having public discussions, developers buy that land, go through all those processes, and then, as in the case of tribute, spend more than a decade tied up in courts. Well, the economy changes in that time. And so even now, when tribute emerges uh, after an appellate court decision, okay, go ahead and develop. Engineering standards are different. You go back to start and start reinvesting in all of these costs in an economy that's not the same. We, we absolutely have to find areas in our county where responsible development can happen. Because if the land doesn't start having value for development, it's all going to be agged to the point of no water. Vigneto, some estimates have had the water use there could raise the Benson area's water use by 10 times what's going on. Can, can the aquifer support that? One thing to take into consideration when we talk about you know, 10 times the water use, of the, Benson is an extraordinarily small community today. Master plan modern communities, modern homes, use very little water. The land is agricultural land. With no permit whatsoever, somebody can buy that private land, sink wells, and start growing stuff. I would hate to see hundreds of thousands of pecan trees planted on the vignetto acres. Uh, frankly, in a water preservation mindset, growing houses is a way better idea than growing orchards. And that is not an indictment against people that make a living in agriculture. It's just an honest statement about what works in Southern Arizona. Talk about the economics a, a little bit. You said the home prices in Vigneto $250,000, $300,000. Median home price in the county is about $150,000. A lot of agriculture. So who's coming to Vigneto with $300,000 in their pocket or at least a mortgage that presumably they can pay? And this is part of why it is, is frankly, a timely, well-planned project. The, the marketing strategy is re in recognition that the largest generation in history of workers is retiring with the most accumulated wealth in history. And those folks are looking for wonderful places in wonderful climates to retire. Critics of Vigneto and Tribute and other things through lawsuits have said part of the problem is the failure of the federal government to do their due diligence on all of the impacts any concern from a local government standpoint about that? None whatsoever, because honestly, in being involved in this process and many others like it and working with federal organizations and government workers that are doing their jobs every day, the insinuation that these government agencies are neglectful of their responsibility under the Endangered Species Act, as a government worker who approaches work with diligence, that's insulting. Look at the Army Corps of Engineers on this Villages project. They have reviewed, re-reviewed, issued, reissued this 404 permit 
for dredging and filling some of the tributary washes to the river on a very small 51 acres out of 12,000. And there's this constant insinuation that they haven't done their job. This is an area that's known for birding. People come from around the world to come birding here. I know that the opponents say that's going to be severely impacted. It's a big economic driver. You're the economics guy as the county administrator. You obviously don't see it that way. No, the, the, the land nearest the river is not land that is targeted to stick houses on. It's land that's targeted to leave as a natural riparian barrier. It is an area on that eastern portion of their development that for several years they have been in communication with the county about how do we most responsibly recharge water. When you put rooftops in an area and you have streets in an area, the power of the water that falls in that area can be congregated and put where you want it. That was Cochise County Administrator Ed Gilligan. Stu Gillespie is an attorney with Earth Justice, representing the six environmental groups challenging the Vigneto development. He says after they filed their original lawsuit, the Army Corps of Engineers suspended the Clean Water Act permit. The main thrust of our lawsuit is that the Army Corps of Engineers has failed to do its homework. It's turned a blind eye on the significant impacts of the villages of Vigneto development on the environment, and in particular the San Pedro River. Earlier this year, a former Fish and Wildlife Service official said he had been pressured into reversing his biological opinion on the negative impacts Vigneto would have on several endangered species. He said that pressure came from someone high up in the Interior Department. CNN reported that the owner of El Dorado Holdings met with high-level interior officials a few weeks before the Fish and Wildlife Service official reversed his opinion. Gillespie says that's a case of political interference and is now an aspect of Earth Justice's new legal challenge. That's because the Army Corps is required to consult with fish and wildlife on endangered species before issuing a permit. Gillespie says a main component of the case is the fact that the Army Corps narrowed the scope of its review to a fraction of the total acres the project will use. We've shown that the Army Corps of Engineers' rationale for narrowing the scope of analysis is based on pure speculation and it's contradicted by the facts and the record. And furthermore, we've shown that the only reason the Corps was able to escape an analysis of this entire project was because of that improper political interference. The Army Corps reissued the clean water permit to Vigneto in early August, but Gillespie says the agency still failed to do sufficient analysis and did not correct any of the flaws environmentalists raised in the first legal challenge. So the environmental groups are now challenging that new permit. Gillespie says the project will lower the level of the aquifer and have a devastating impact on the San Pedro River and riparian habitat and species that depend on it. He says a development designed to replicate a verdant Italian village doesn't belong in the Sonoran Desert. It's not only unrealistic, it's unsustainable, and it's never been analyzed. They don't want to fess up to the severe impacts that this will have on the environment. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers declined an interview request due to the ongoing litigation. AZPM requested a copy of the clean water permit related to the villages at Vigneto last month, but we have not received it. 
This week we're talking about the plan to build a development south of Benson that will house an estimated 70,000 people. Benson is now home to about 5,000 people. The project has been granted the necessary permits to move ahead but still faces a legal challenge from environmental groups. In 2008, the Arizona Department of Water Resources determined there was a 100-year supply of water for Benson, even when it factors in water use for the Vigneto development. That determination has to be updated periodically. The next update is required by the end of this year. Trisha Giradet is a Sierra Vista resident and longtime advocate for the San Pedro River. She opposes the Vigneto development, though she is not a plaintiff in the case. The main points for opposition are, number one, water. Number two, the size of the thing for the area and the theme, which goes back to the water. But um, I believe it's a, a true statement to say that this is the largest master plan that's ever been attempted in the entire state. And it would have been a challenge for Pima County, for the city of Tucson, to have faced something this large. And for a tiny municipality like Benson, it was truly overwhelming. When it comes to concerns that opponents have, one of the concerns, or more than one of the concerns, is the scope of the review by the Army Corps of Engineers and the review of environmental species. Talk a little bit more about what those concerns are. Under the Endangered Species Act and the National Environmental Policy Act, called NEPA, a federal agency that has to take an action, in this case the Corps of Engineers issuing a permit, is supposed to evaluate the full impact of what their decision would allow. So the Corps 404 permit, although it only covers impacts, future impacts to um, some acres of washes and a small number, nevertheless, its action would allow this huge development to be built. And so we say that the law requires an analysis of the entire project. And when it comes to water, uh, estimates for use of water for Vigneto, some of them are 10 times what Benson is using currently. Has enough research and permitting been done on potential water usage of Vigneto? There's been a decent amount of analysis by the U.S. Geological Survey and in conjunction with the Agricultural Research Service, both of whom do a lot of work, geological work, in this valley. They were going to do a third piece, and the state of Arizona um, was entering the recession and failed to fund this third piece. And the third piece is a model that estimates how much water will be used, what the drop in elevation would be, how far out those impacts would spread. So we don't have that model. I personally don't think you need that much of a focused model to know that pumping X amount of acre feet is going to draw down the aquifer, and, and that has been projected. 
then the issue becomes, what does that do to the river and the Sienega? The question is not, will it impact the river, but when would it impact the river? Recently, there was a disclosure from a former U.S. Fish and Wildlife official, a a man named Steve Spangle, that he felt he was forced into approving some of the permits for Vigneto. What did that disclosure mean to you and the other opponents? Well, in some ways, it was um, an aha or a vindication or whatever. We knew that, according to the law, they needed to do this analysis that we've been saying all along. And it was good, obviously, to have someone from within the system admit it. It was rather disappointing that he, he felt that it would all be taken to court and, and would sort itself out that way rather than him having to worry about it. It's a pretty big burden to people to have to go through the expense and the time and the agony of, of filing court appeals. Um, and for that to be the default way to get to the right thing is um, a disappointment to me. Talking with county officials, you were involved with the fight against tribute. Uh, we sat down and talked about that about a year ago. You're involved with the fight against this. The county officials say when it comes to court battles, that gives Cochise County and the future of Cochise County a a black eye. Nobody's going to want to develop here because everything's going to get tied up in court. Do you worry about that? Um, I agree that they should worry. And um, hello, the answer is let's work it out. No one in power in either Sierra Vista or Benson, or Cochise County, has shown any willingness to sit down and attempt to work it out. So I would say the black eye, frankly, is on them, not on us for trying to enforce the law. We're supposed to be a nation of laws. So why don't they understand that laws are being broken? We're not going to give up. How about if we try to solve it? I have said repeatedly, Going to court is, in my opinion, about the stupidest and most expensive and slowest way to get to an answer. So we could talk. What do you say to the argument that Cochise County, looking to the future of whatever Cochise County is going to become, needs a development like Vigneto to to help grow the county over time? I would say that's a longstanding fallacy in my opinion, for how um, our society needs to deal with the future. And you can't have infinite growth on a finite planet, and you can't have infinite growth with a finite supply of water. We have to talk about it and come to what we call a sustainable situation. When it comes to your opposition to Vigneto, is it the size or the plan they have, or is it just development in that area in general? Where where does your opposition fall? This has been a local topic and a question for me over many years, and I for many years have said I don't oppose development per se. Some growth will occur naturally. What I do say is that we have to figure out 
how, in the case of this particular development, how we're going to have zero impact on the aquifer and the river. Not easy. It would be quite a challenge. It would take a lot of discussion. There are tons of other impacts that I personally would be concerned about, but I wouldn't be taking them to court like I did with tribute. Traffic impacts, loss of the night sky, there's all kinds of issues associated with something this large in such a small area and such a currently rural area. But my focus is the water, and I think we could achieve something better. That was Trisha Giradet, an opponent of the villages at Vigneto Development. Lanny Davis is an attorney representing El Dorado Holdings, the Phoenix company that wants to build the master housing plan near Benson. He says it will be a boon for the area. Young people move out and don't come home. The economy is stalled, and that's why uh, children uh, are leaving and not coming home. And development, and especially one that's planned and environmentally sensitive and brings in an approximate $16 billion of revenues uh, and millions of jobs, and especially serves as a magnet for future generations to stay in the Benson area, are all uh, beneficial. And what we're talking about is currently a a desert where scorpions are happy, but uh, they don't uh, offer much benefit to the community around them, which this development would. If the homes get built, uh, we'll assume it's all going to go well. Uh, What type of industry do you see coming in? For example, we have Raytheon about an hour up the road that attracts a lot of young people with high-paying jobs, but they can live closer than the villages of Vigneto. Well, you'll have to ask the mayor of Benson in its uh, city council. They all have a very good answer, which is we want this area, this Benson area, to grow and be a magnet for the future. The benefit, as long as it's environmentally sensitive, which this development will be, is all a plus for the community. Let's talk about the environment uh, Vigneto needed a 404 clean water permit from the Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, why does it need that, and can it be built if the Army Corps pulled that permit back? They need that permit because of the dredging and filling Federal Clean Water Act requirement under Section 404. In 2006, after a two-year review, the Army Corps of Engineers issued a permit. The same permit is in existence today except it's been reevaluated several times, including in the course of this uh, litigation by certain environmental groups trying to stop the development. The reevaluation multiple times, is, is that normal for a project of this size, uh, especially in an area that's, that's trying to grow so you're, you're on you know, undeveloped land? It's hard to talk about normal, so I can't really answer your question because the original permit in 2006 was never acted upon. There was never a development because we all remember what happened in 2008. The bottom fell out of the real estate market, and the owners of this land ultimately uh, were unable to keep the land. And we bought the land from the owners in 2014, we being my client, El Dorado. And with the land came the permit. Then the litigation began, and in 2017, the Army Corps of Engineers reevaluated whether anything had changed that would cause the original permit 
uh, to be invalidated? And the answer was no. Uh, and indeed, they stated very clearly in a lengthy letter uh, as to why the the permit was still valid. Environmentalists uh, still aren't buying that. They say that those uh, evaluations are just falling short at this point. Every time you quote an environmentalist criticizing this project, you will quote a speculation or an innuendo. You will not use a fact. So falling short is a descriptive phrase. It's not a fact. The fear factor is used, is weaponized when they mention water. What they don't tell you is that the state agency responsible for worrying about water, the Arizona Department of Water Resources, certified that there would be adequate water for the community 100 years after the development of the uh, villages of 27,000 new residents. CNN reported that the owner, Mike Ingram of El Dorado Holdings, who's going to build this, met with the heads of U.S. Department of Interior a couple of weeks um, before a Fish and Wildlife official reversed an opinion, and that Fish and Wildlife official now has come out as a whistleblower and said he felt pressured from the top of Interior. Some people say that just smells of bad politics. What's your reaction? Well, smells of bad politics and optics and non-factual comments can be, excuse the verb, please, trumped by facts. So here's a fact that the CNN story did not include. The local Fish and Wildlife Service office did another study because they, quote, took seriously, that's a direct quote, uh, this individual's uh, expressions of feeling pressure. They reviewed the issue, which is impact on allegedly endangered species. That's the only issue, by the way. It wasn't about water. It wasn't about environment. It was about endangered species. And he felt pressure to reverse his earlier decision. So the local officials, asked by the Army Corps of Engineers after he went public, did another review without any input from Washington. And what CNN did not broadcast is they found on the merits that the decision, no adverse effect on these three endangered species was the correct decision. That was Lanny Davis, an attorney representing the Phoenix-based company behind the villages at Vigneto, a large housing development plan near Benson. He says while they have all the necessary permits, they haven't set a construction start date. And that's the buzz for this week. You can find all our episodes online at azpm.org and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for The Buzz Arizona. We're also on the NPR One app. Ariana Brocious is the show's producer and editor. Jim Blackwood is our production engineer. Andrea Kelly is the news director. Our music is by Enter the Haggis. I'm Christopher Conover. Thanks for listening. Arizona Public Media's original programming is made possible in part by the Community Service Grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.